Oh, hey, Rodney, I've been meaning to ask, did you get that promotion you were going for at work? Uh, they haven't decided yet, but it was narrowed down to me and another lady, Nancy. She's one of those lazy bitches who only works hard when the boss is around. Super annoying. Man, I wish I had someone on the inside so I knew if I got it or not. I believe I can be of service. Who the hell are you? Hi, I'm Lord Varus. You may know me from Lord Varus Franks and Beans, but I'm also spymaster to the King of Westeros, and I'm here to talk to you about the new Lord Varus Little Bird Information Service. For the first time, the world's most powerful network of spies is available to the public. Depending on the information you want, it will cost you just eight, ten, or twelve golden crowns. Who the fuck let a bird in here? Oh, that? That's my little bird with the information about your possible promotion. Uh-huh. What's that? Ooh, really? Yeah, you didn't get the promotion. They gave it to that bitch Nancy. What? Motherfucking horse Lord Varus Little Bird Information people. Service. I may not have anything on the outside, but I've always got someone on the inside. Seriously, where's that bird? Hello and welcome back to the Out of the Loop Podcast. My name is Rodney. I'm here with Shane, the other familiar, and we will be talking to Matt, the unfamiliar, about Episode 9, Season 1, Game of Thrones, titled Baylor. Podcast people, I missed you! <laughs> <laughs> this guy's going to change it every time. Oh, That's the best one yet. <laughs> Holy shit. That was awesome. That is awesome. Um, in case you people have not figured it out yet, I have not seen a single episode of Game of Thrones, so... That's what our show is about. <laughs> Not just Game of Thrones. We're just starting with Game of Thrones. But we'll go into other popular shows or movie series. The Wire, right? That's on the uh, docket. It sounds like that's one that's yeah. on, uh, on deck. That's going to be fun. All right. I haven't seen it, so I'll be the 30 Rock, Matt? Yeah. Right? Yeah, just you, guys, you guys haven't seen 30 Rock. <laughs> oh, man. That's going to be good. Yeah. Um, from the pointy end, what do you remember from that episode? Oh, man. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Everything kind of goes to shit for the Starks. There you go. Um, that's a good recap. Yeah, that's yeah. Recap. That's that's pretty much how things go down. Um, let me see if if I remember. Uh, Arya's on the run because yep. they attacked Lionel Richie. <laughs> <laughs> he saved so, her life. Right? Yes, he let her and he is a badass her. with a wooden sword. Yep, correct. Right. Yeah. So Arya's on the run. Uh, Jon Snow found out about what's going on. He right. he attacked someone, right? He was going wall? to attack Alistair Thorne because he was talking to him how Ned is a traitor. Traitor, yeah. Yeah, uh, okay. Committed treason and just like a bastard son or whatever. And he ends up seeing a, basically a, a zombie, right? A white, yep. A yep. white, thank you. The two uh, reanimated members of the Night's Watch that yes. went with Benjen. Yes. But Benjen is that's, still... The direwolf came back with the hand. MIA, yeah. Yeah, yeah. all right. Uh, so that's what's going on with him. Um, Rob is leading his men, uh, to go face the Lannisters. Right. Um, Sansa is, she's a, she's in King's Landing and they're like telling her that her dad needs to confess, confess and that he'll be let go or whatever. 
Right, they'll show more mercy. Okay. They yeah. coerced her to the letter, remember? Oh, Write yes. The That's right, yeah. Okay. Um, am I, what am I missing? Uh, the awesome fight scene with Khal Drogo. Awesome fight scene. Oh, when he gives the dude the yeah. Colombian necktie? Yes. Yeah, right. okay. Yeah. Okay, yes, I, I do probably. I do remember that. I mean, I haven't seen it. But, but I, it was I awesome. do remember it. the way you described it was pretty fucking cool. We will have stills of that uh, midway through next season. Cool. Remember? Because that's yeah. when we do that. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah definitely. That would um, be good. Yeah, because we'll probably have a lot less stills just because you see most of the characters. Yeah, yeah. just looking at some so. of the key events. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cool. All right, so let's get into Baylor. Um, <clears throat> so this episode starts at King's Landing. Uh, Ned is all, uh, visited by Varus in the dark, dressed all in leather. Okay. Just black attire. Um, so he comes and brings him some more water. Um, and uh, he he's pretty much urging Ned to confess so um, he could, so Jeff, Joffrey would be king, but he wants to just say confess and then ask to go to the wall. Live out the rest of your life in the wall. It's in the north. With your son. Yeah. With your son. Because Jon Snow is there. Yeah. Oh, bastard son. Um, Still his son. Have a heart. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Ned, uh, again, refuses. He's against his morals. Right. Um, But then he eventually remembers that Sansa's still there. Um, She was begging for his life. And that ultimately is what turns him over to want to go ahead and do that. Okay, so so he's going to confess now. Yeah, to treason. This is clearly a setup. Is that what you're... Oh, you're going to make a guess? That's the setup? I feel like... I mean... For, if, to, to what end? Well, if um, abandoning the wall is punishment by death, then I feel like treason is for sure punishment by death. Punishable by death. Okay. Whether I, I, feel like, I feel like this is all a trap to get him to confess, then publicly... They can say, well, he admitted to treason, now we have to handle it the way we handle treason. Okay, I see what you're saying. That's good. That's good. All right. Um, so then after th- uh, that meeting with uh, Varus and Ned, um, we go back into the Lannister camp where they're preparing for war, and Shane will talk about that one. Okay. Uh, so at the Lannister camp, um, they're sitting down to dinner. Uh, Lord Tywin uh, tells Tyrion um, that they will be uh, taking part in the the battle, you know, remember the barbarians uh, made a deal for the the money and the weapons so they could fight. The, oh, that's right. The Aaron's. Yeah. Remember, that's their ultimate yeah. goal. Um, but they took Tyrion, uh, essentially the soldier as a hostage. Uh, so Tywin will hold up his uh, end of the bargain. Yeah. Um, Tyrion suspects that his father's trying to get him killed. Right, because they put him in the vanguard, which is the front line. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now they and they don't get along, right? No, he doesn't like him. He despises him. Uh, Tywin to Tyrion. Yeah. And Tyrion knows his father doesn't like him, so okay. Probably mutual. The only Lannister that Tyrion gets along with is Jaime. Yeah. Correct. They okay. actually have brotherly love. Well, not okay. love like Cersei and. Jaime. Well, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll let you know. They don't do that. Um, they're he Jaime loves him like a little brother that he is. Yeah. And he looks up to him like the big brother that he is. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Jamie sees that, you know, he gets mocked left and right, mm-hmm. and, you know, his family hates him, so, you know, I'm sure he feels bad about it. 
Um, this old time, um, Bronn uh, was tasked to find a prostitute for Tyrion. My um, man. And <laughs> this is where uh, Shay comes in. Shay is the prostitute. Um, and Shay, Shane? <laughs> um, I don't know what the fuck that was. Uh, so in the beginning, they're just sitting down together. And this is where we get a, a really nice glimpse into Tyrion's backstory. Um, he tells a story that when he was 16, uh, he actually married a woman named Tysha. Tisha? Tisha. Tisha. Um, Tisha. Tisha. <laughs> um, this was a woman who uh, Jamie had rescued. Um, and then when uh, Tywin learned of their marriage, um, he actually made Jamie confess that Tisha was a hired prostitute. So it, she was running through um, like a public road being chased by men. Uh-huh. Uh, she was about to be raped, basically. And he was like, Holding her, like, consoling her while Jamie chased off the guys. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, once he made Jamie tell him that, uh, Tywin then made Tyrion watch. Uh, what do you think he made him watch? I assume that he made him watch while Tywin uh, made her go to work as a prostitute with himself. <laughs> oh, watch her with Tywin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, close. So he, he basically made um, the Lannister guardsmen all have sex with her oh. and pay her uh, one silver coin that was given to them by Tywin. Wow. Yeah. Um, to let you know how many times they had sex with her, he describes how her hand was so full of silver they started spilling out. That's a lot of dudes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's Tywin's one of the... Ruthless, man. One of the main reasons I dislike... Tywin. Tywin. And you like him, right? I just like you're how a sick he... fuck, Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that he did that, but I mean, I remember you saying I like how ruthless he is. <laughs> That's the main reason I love him. <laughs> yeah. All right, baby, I did. <laughs> uh, so now we're gonna jump uh, to events at the wall, Rodney. You want to tell us about that? Sure. Um, so Jon Snow is meeting with the Lord Commander. <laughs> Sorry, that sounded weird. Sure. <laughs> Anyways, Lord Commander is talking to Jon Snow, and he actually gives him a new sword. The hilt used to have a bear on it at the end, but he changed it to be carved as a wolf. Um, the sword is called Longclaw. It is actually his family sword. It's Valyrian still, mm -hmm. uh, but he's like, it was meant for his son Jorah, uh, who's with Daenerys. Demarius. Demarius. <laughs> Demarius Thomas. <laughs> Um, Jorah was also <laughs> traded to Houston. <laughs> now part of the Texans. Um, but he didn't give him the sword because he disgraced the family for what he did. Oh, okay. So then he decided to pass it on to Jon Snow for saving his life against the undead. Oh, Yeah, nice. so everyone, um, he's like, I can't accept this. Uh, Jon said he couldn't accept it. And he's like, you will accept it. No more talk about it. And now basically he has a Valyrian steel sword. That's showing you more and more that he's being groomed to become right. Lord Commander. Um, so John goes back to the dining hall with his other uh, Night's Watch brothers. And they're all super happy wanting to see the sword. And um, they're looking at it. And he's talking to Samuel Tarly. A Tarly. <laughs> uh, and he, Samuel tells him about 
um, Rob going to war against the Lannisters, and John gets upset, thinking that he needs to be with his brother, because uh, their father's in jail. Yeah, like like you said, you you felt he was gonna leave. Yeah, yeah. And then John actually has a conversation with Maester Aemon, um, and we get a little bit more backstory about Maester Aemon. So Master Aemon's talking to John um, and explains. Uh, why the the members of the Night Watch choose to join, as opposed to marry or some other thing, you know, keeping their uh, their family, um, you know the the scenario where you're torn, obviously is uh, pretty common, you know, because you've got your family and you've got your your pledge duty that you right, chose. You're signing up your entire life to go spend at a wall of ice. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and Amen, um, you know, tells him that. His story is very similar because uh, his name is actually Aemon Targaryen. Oh. Yeah, so yeah. he was uh, uncle to the Mad King Aerys, um, and he's actually uh, Daenerys' great uncle. Wow. Yeah. Um, so he stayed at the Wall this whole time. Um, you know, he... <clears throat> when, uh, you know, when the Kingslayer... Right when he killed the Mad King, yeah, um, his whole family was getting killed. That's why Daenerys and Viserys, you know, kind of escaped and were sent across the sea. Um, yeah, so it's just very difficult. Like I said, he he kind of knows what's going on. He she, he's showing emotion at this point too. Like he's like he was talking to John. He's like as he was describing, he's almost person is about ready to bite it. You know, yeah. he's like I had to make a choice, either the. Uh, the wall or go and help my family and he's like i passed that test basically i stuck with the wall i have a major sidebar here okay but i just had a thought so the mad king he would set people on fire yeah yeah that was like for fun that's one of the now so my question was going to be was he trying to see if there was another dragon out there no, I think he was more just I'm burning just people a up because okay. our house sigils the dragon. Well, that's okay. cool. I think that's a cool. I mean, not necessarily trying to find it, but just kind of a test, saying, "Look, I'm a dragon. Yeah, fire doesn't hurt me. Yeah, so, you know, okay. If I just survive, think that that's yeah. an interesting way for him to commit, you know, mass murder." is oh i see is that thought kind of, of a like justification let's for him. see if you guys can handle what i know i can handle that i see kind of oh, okay i like that <clears throat> i never thought about that way amen now is awesome <laughs> <laughs> uh so amen ends with um advising john that he too has to make a choice between his family duty and his night watch uh duty um but uh let finishes with a warning says that the consequences of the choice that he makes uh, can't haunt him for the rest of his life. Well, if he leaves the Night's Watch, he's he's killed immediately. Just if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, that's... Seems like a pretty easy choice. <laughs> <laughs> to me. Yeah, but if you stay, you got that guilt from, you know... Yes. Your family is slaughtered. Absolutely, you yeah. You there to help. You yeah, know? but, you know, I don't know. I mean... Then he could just die with them, I guess, if he leaves. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so Rodney, what about the Dothraki? What's going on with them? Uh, so in Lazar, uh, the Dothraki are um, riding along to their next campsite. 
Uh-huh. Um, and you you just see Khal Drogo hunched over, and um, he's sucking his own dick. No, <laughs> good lord, <laughs> no. He can do anything. He can do anything. He's Aquaman. Daenerys is maybe in the water. He can. He's she's riding like right behind him, calling his name, and he's not responsive. Um, and he actually ends up falling off his horse. And the other Dothraki, his blood riders, show that as a sign of weakness. Uh, one of them says, yeah, a call who cannot ride a horse is no call. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're quick, they're quickly, uh, yeah. my blood rider's like, and I'm going to go ahead and turn against you. Um, so she tells them that they're going to make camp here. And the blood rider, the main one, um, called Drogo's main blood rider, uh, he was saying that this is in a good spot. Um, I don't take orders from a Khaleesi, only the call. And she's like, well, tell everyone the call said we're camping here. And um, if you do not follow what I say, I will tell Call Drogo when he's better. And then you will be punished. So what, what's wrong with him? We don't know? Or... He's sick. Okay. Yeah. He, when he fell over, he's like mumbling. He's real pale. Um, just you can tell he's got a cough and cold. Okay. Not a coffee cold. A serious <laughs> fever. Yeah, I think he needs seven up <laughs> and some sleep. So get this man maybe, some Pepto Bismol. Maybe, maybe some blankets. <laughs> I've heard that Lord Varus Frankston beans is very good when you're sick. <laughs> um, uh, Jorah explains to Daenerys that um, so they make camp. Um, so they're tending to his wounds. His cut that he got in his chest festered. Oh, okay. So he's got. He's so that's like, how he got sick. Right. All right. Um, so Jorah's. He goes over there uh, to the tent, looks at Khal Drogo. He basically tells her he's dead. He's talking and murmuring, but he's pretty much brain dead. Um, so he tells her they need to leave now because those blood riders are going to fight amongst each other to become the new call, and they will kill you <clears throat> and your child. To prevent. So this the is the end of Khal Drogo? Well, not yet. To prevent the child from growing up to. Be a rival. Yeah. Challenge them when they get bigger. Yeah. Because yeah. that's supposed to be the prophecy that it's going to be the one that unites all the Colossars and take over the world, basically. Okay. Daenerys refuses to abandon her husband, rightfully. Um, even uh, she tells somebody to grab Miri, the uh, witch that she saved in the last episode. Yeah. Um, or the healer to come and help call Drogo. Remember, she wanted... Her to help him initially, but he refused. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I, I forgot about that Just part. a flea bite. Right, yeah. So she tells him, I can give him a quick death, but he's not going to come back. Uh, in desperation, uh, Daenerys asked her if she knew blood magic. Blood magic? Yeah. To bring him back to life. So some kind of voodoo. Right. Voodoo hoodoo shit. To, yep. uh, Is this going to turn him white? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I watched, did you see that Sammy Sosa interview from this year? I have not seen the interview oh, from this year. Gosh. I have, however, seen Sammy Sosa. Oh. And some blood magic turned him white. Yep. <laughs> he has ventiligo, right? Oh, man. What the hell's that? That's like lack of pigmentation in your skin. Is that it? must yeah. have started in like the in like 2006. Because <laughs> he was perfectly fine. Hitting home runs. <laughs> <laughs> so the darkness left him in his power to swing the bat too. He got it from Faded. the cork. <laughs> yeah. Cork yeah. Oh, that's awful. So they 
she says, bring me his horse. Because the only way for to bring a life back is to sacrifice a life. So they bring in, they bring in his horse. Aw, man. Um, uh, Kotho, Kotho uh, one of his blood riders, um, is not well with this. He, oh, no, I'm sorry. One of her blood riders. He doesn't believe in doing the blood magic. Uh, and she said, everyone leave the tent. Um, she's going to do what she needs to do. Um, Mary, the uh, lady who's trying to bring him back, mm-hmm. uh, advises her, do not come in here. Um, I am going to perform some, no matter what you hear, don't come in here. And right away, she slits the horse's throat and blood splatters all over Khal Drogo and part on uh, Khaleesi, uh, Daenerys. Yeah. And so she steps out of the tank. The tent. Tank. <laughs> the tent. Steps step out of that tank. <laughs> and there's a bunch of uh, Khalasar watching the tent um, in sh- almost shock because she's got some blood. And yeah. you just hear these demonic screams going Whoa. on in there. And From Drogo or the lady or We don't know. The horse. It's just demonic screams you just hear. <laughs> okay. And the his blood rider that said that call Drogo, you know, call who can't ride should there's no call yeah he was saying that this is not right he's gonna go in there and kill her yeah so um jorah was uh while they were getting the horse he went and put his armor on so he he knows she's yeah, yeah yeah he, he's prepared <laughs> so this guy was going to enter the tent and kill him uh the blood rider yeah and jorah pulls out his sword he's like i can't let you do that and they start fighting uh it was a pretty cool fight scene the guy's moving fast like cuts jorah on the face because they're Super quick. Now I have a question. Mm-hmm. So so Drogo has his own blood riders. Right. And Daenerys has her own blood riders. When one of Drogo's blood riders is giving some attitude to Daenerys, isn't it her blood rider's instinct to like fight for her? Or are they all kind of on the same side? They're probably more on the same side. Now, if he was to attack her, they would probably step in. Okay. Like, physically attack. If, okay. if there's an argument, they'll probably let that ride because uh, they're still a very um, man-led society. Okay. So, she, even though she's Khaleesi, she's still kind of underneath. All right. Oh, yeah, and right now, you know, he fell off his horse. Right. So, they don't even They're trying some blood magic. So, all, you know, their instincts right now are great. He needs to die, and we need to fight each other to become the new call. Yeah, right. And because she's doing things way beyond their scope, exactly. of understanding right. and want. Yeah, way out of their culture and yeah, and yeah. Everything. yeah. So Jorah's fighting him. Um, the guy swings at Jorah's side, and Jorah puts his arm down because he's wearing metal, locks the sword, and then cuts the guy's throat. Okay. So that guy's dead. And it was only one blood rider coming out. One, yeah. Okay. Uh, during that fight, though, Khaleesi was knocked over onto her stomach. and so, Oh, no. Yeah. Starts premature labor. Yep. Oh. So he picks her up and walks into the tent uh, while the screams are happening. Little dragon baby. <laughs> That's soon. where that leaves off. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, so, hang on. I just want the listeners to know, we don't have a dragon baby in studio. That was Shane. <laughs> you might have thought that that was a dragon baby. Why you got a spoiler for <laughs> So that really ends with the Dothraki. Okay. Uh, then it kicks us back over to uh, the twins where we start looking at the Lannister Stark War. Okay. So the twins, it's in the north, correct? Uh, yeah. it's The twins are partially north. 
kind of midway. So there's a huge river that divides the land in a way. Uh Um, So the tower, two towers, basically, the twins, um, is the only way through quickly. Okay. So it's a bridge. Bridge, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So the twins um, is... The twins, yeah. What about the twins? And twins. <laughs> I'm going to read this word by word. Controlled by the cranky Lord Walder Frey. Walder Frey. Yeah. Um, he's so, extremely old. Yeah, he's old. He's cranky. You've never seen Harry Potter, right? Nope. Okay. So he's a old British actor. He's done quite a few He's in things. Harry Potter. He yeah. is in Harry Potter. You guys mentioned Two Towers. I've also never seen Lord of the Rings. So then how do you know oh. the Two Towers? Well, I know the names. Oh, okay. Yeah? What's yeah. the third? Uh, Lord of the Rings movie. I thought that was the Two Towers. Fail. Is that the second one? Nope. <laughs> Fellowship of the Ring. You don't get to talk one. about that stuff anymore. <laughs> um, so the Frey family... Dildo Baggins. <laughs> uh, the Frey family is um, nominally sworn to Catelyn's father, Hoster Tully. So the Freys are... A lot are, of names The Freys are essentially one of Catelyn's family's Bannerman, correct? Yep. Okay. Like she's called her Bannerman to arrest Tyrion. Yeah. Uh, Rob called the Starks Bannerman to go to war. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so what they do, you know, phrase, you know, beholden to them essentially. Yeah. But when they um, want to cross the bridge, uh, he refuses. Well, he's old. Yeah. And Catelyn's meeting with him by herself because. They don't know who he's a, a, who the alliance is to. Is he with the oh, Lannisters? Okay. So Catelyn's like, he won't kill me because he's my father's banner bannerman. Um, that doesn't mean that he has any loyalty to right. me. And okay. it, the interaction between them, he's just an <clears throat> ass, like just real cranky. One of his the oldest son was talking to him. He's like, Father, you have to show your graces. Whatever. He's like, You shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, When I'm dead, then you could take over. But till that happens, all this nonsense. He's like seventy plus. And uh, he has a wife standing next to him. She's like, 15? No, we weren't even only. 16. 16. <laughs> uh, and he's like, good point. Yeah. And he's got like 17 kids. Cool. Yeah. Good, good for him. him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Catelyn starts negotiating uh, uh-huh. on behalf of her son, Rob. And um, Frey uh, ultimately agrees. Um, but... It's going to be a cost, right? So he's going to give some of his men to join the army, but it's going to cost them. He wants Rob and Arya to marry uh, two of his children um, when they get done with the war, I guess. Right. Um, to, to tie their families together. Yeah. So to to strengthen the Frey family, they're going okay. to tie themselves to the to the Starks. Okay. Because this war is leading up to whoever wins it is going They're to gonna be the They're going to control the kingdom. Yeah, so okay. I, he's betting on he's, if the Starks win, okay. I would have a queen as a daughter. Yeah. 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 And worst case scenario, he just has the same life that he's always exactly. had. Yeah. <laughs> Shitty bridge keeper. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Rob actually uh, agrees reluctantly. <laughs> yeah. So they're all laughing at him. And he's like, uh, she's telling him, you have to marry. Uh, Caitlin's telling Rob's like, you have to marry one of his daughters. And she, he's like, silent for a few seconds. Yeah. He's like, have you seen them? <laughs> and he's like, how are they? And she was like, 
one is fair. <laughs> and they're all just kind of chuckling. It's it was a funny scene and during a serious moment. Levity in the darkness. <laughs> that was not Lord Morris. <laughs> that was Matt, shit. shut up! <laughs> God. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so they cross the river. Whatever. Uh, Rob divides his forces. Uh, he sends 2,000 men to Lord Tywin's army. And the other member, uh, he was going to distract. Yes. He sent the false information. Said yeah. the full 20,000 is going to Tywin, but he's only sending the 2,000. Yeah. Because yeah, Tywin's <laughs> army, um, you see Tyrion getting ready for war because there's like a, um, horns blowing. And Bronn said, it's time because they're believing the Starks are coming. Yeah. Um, so he's super scared. First time in battle. He's getting prepared, walking towards his people. Uh, he has actually a pretty good speech for the Stone Crows and all the other tribes uh, tribesmen. Uh-huh. Um, he's like, claim what's yours, whatever. Uh, so as they're marching, they're stomping over him. <laughs> and he gets hit in the head with like a mace and he's knocked out for the fight. <laughs> so you just see him on a cart being pulled and he wakes up and Bronze walking next to him. He's like, oh. He's like, did we... Uh, Tyrion's like, did we win? He's like... I wouldn't be talking to you right now if we didn't. <laughs> um, and Tyrion tells him that, um, I'm sorry, Tywin, they meet up with Tywin and Tywin tells him um, 20,000 men strong. It was only 2,000 men. Okay. And then they're like, where's the other ones? And that's where that scene ends. And they're going toward Jamie. Right. The rest of them are going toward Jamie. Right, that's what okay. the assumption is. So when you send 2,000 men toward Tywin Lannister and his group, that's basically a suicide mission. It is, yeah. Okay. Bummer. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll go back into King's Landing um, to talk about uh, Arya. Oh, okay. No. Not yet. So, back at King's Landing... <laughs> uh, where do you think Arya's been? She escaped for her life, right? Right. She ran away. Uh, I have no clue where, where she's been. So she's basically been uh, living as a beggar oh, on the streets okay. of King's Landing just to get by. How long has this been? A couple days. Okay. Maybe a week. <clears throat> nah, probably a couple weeks. Because traveling through the land like that, they'd be marching for a long time. And right? she's what, 12 years old or something? Yeah. Yeah. But well, she's it a shows. water dancer. Yeah, she's got some... Oh, yeah, she, she can defend herself. She, has, she has needle. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, it kind of shows her resourcefulness. Um, you know, she Adaptive. Gets, she gets tough. I yeah. can survive kind of thing. Okay. Um, she's in the kind of the square, and uh, the Great Sept of Baylor. What is that? I... How do you not know? I'm just kidding. I have <laughs> literally no idea what any of that means except for great so that's a church right yeah and balor was uh balor targaryen i think he was the first king uh, oh yeah okay so so is this the first time that the kingdom has not been under targaryen yes. rule yeah okay the the baratheon was the first time right all right yeah okay yeah um so she sees a crowd gathering um around the sept and uh, she learns that her father is going to be judged before the gods and uh, to see, because she's short, right? Yeah. She can't see. So she climbs up onto the statue, 
the stat statue, <laughs> the uh, statue of Baylor the Blessed, so she can see what's going on. Okay. Um, Ned is dragged uh, through the crowd to. This is after he confessed. No, no, no. He's being dragged through the crowd right now. Oh, okay. So he's yeah. going to confess. Yeah. So okay. basically, to a stage. Um, Ned sees Arya, right? Uh-huh. She's kind of up high, high, yeah. high. Um, and then he alerts uh, the Night's Watch recruiter Yorin uh, to where she's at. You're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Yorin's in trouble. Yeah. I think Ned's in trouble. As he's walking by Yorin, he just says, Baylor. Um, and the guy looks at the statue and sees Arya, so he knows exactly what needs oh, to happen. Oh, you okay. remember this. Yeah. Holy crap. Did you watch this? I watched in it. In leading up to, to oh, us sure. recording this? Did you? I watch them all. You liar. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why so, do you think I'm so good at this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the funny one. <laughs> podcast people <laughs> you're the informational one and that's the I miss you podcast people <laughs> uh, so Sansa Cersei uh, Joffrey and the rest of the small council um, are looking at Ned um, where's that little finger son of a bitch is he there he's, he's there. yeah he's there uh, he's so, part of the council fucking yeah. asshole as um, Nedard Nedard. Nedard. I keep saying Nedard, but it's Ned or Edard. That's good. We, yeah. we like yeah, it. Nedard. Yeah, Nedard. that's good. We like As it. he's making his confession, you see Sansa like smiling, happy, because she knows like, oh, he's going to be free from the dungeon or and go to yeah. the wall. Yeah, he's right. going to live. Um, uh-huh. Cersei's super happy too. Like her son's going to get the the kingdom. Right. Yeah. So everything's going according to plan. Okay. Uh, so Ned confesses. Right. Treason. Uh, swears fealty to Joffrey. Um, then this is where uh, Sansa and Cersei uh, ask Joffrey to spare his Ned life right that's uh-huh. part of the plan yeah he does this like you said uh, you know we can banish him to the wall or whatever Joffrey's gonna say no um, but Joffrey breaks his promise oh. and orders Ned's execution oh yeah. he says to them he's like my, my um, Sansa and my mother um are trying to show kindness, but their hearts are soft. This is what we do to Women, traitors. Right? Yeah. Soft hearts. Right. So this is what we wow. do to traitors. Sir Ilian Payne, bring me his head. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. A little yeah. bastard, man. Yeah. Again, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh, Joff. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Joff. Uh, so Sansa obviously is, you know, horrified. You know, yeah. this is not the way that it was supposed to go. Right. Uh, Cersei, Varys, and the small council, um, they try to step in and say, no, 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 this is not what we talked about. Um, Arya actually tries to uh, rescue her father. Right? Uh-huh. She's got her sword. She's got some training. Yeah. Um, but Yorin grabs her and says, no, 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 you can't do that. You're going to die You're with gonna him. You're going to die with him, yeah. Don't look. He put, basically pushes her head against his chest so she doesn't see her father die. Yeah. So she sees this going on like, Holy they're going to kill him. This but... is actually going to happen then. Yeah. Um, so uh, Ned, obviously he can see Arya, knows where she's at, um, sees that she's been uh, taken Taking into Warren's arms <clears throat> yeah. and accepts his fate and is beheaded by Sir Ellen Payne. Holy shit. In the second to last episode? Yeah. The ninth episode. You That's know, not the very end either. 
of this episode. That's not the end of the episode? No. So they kill the fucking main character just, just in the <laughs> middle of the episode and not even the season finale? <laughs> yeah. So at the well, end... Well, that shows you... Anything can happen. This show, yeah. Everybody right. dies. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the Game of Thrones is everyone dies during the Game of Thrones. Wow. That's wild. Um, so we see Cat, uh, Catelyn and a couple of uh, guards um, on top of a hill uh, in a forest. Yeah. And she's just looking out. And it's it looks like it's been a long period of time because one of the guys is like, we have to go. They're not coming. And then you just see a bunch of horse riding through and it's Rob riding because um, they, they just attacked Jamie's army uh-huh. and since he's riding back with his men they won so they crushed jamie's army so they beat jamie yeah his army and then they they uh she's super happy her son you know yeah and they come up and they have jamie as a prisoner oh wow yeah so, so it worked. yeah it worked but it's too late the mad play worked yeah but again so well for ned this is gonna yeah yeah <laughs> ned ned is dead so the, war, your, the war continues. So it's going to be Rob versus Joff. <laughs> <laughs> Joff. Joff. Sounds like he's playing uh, Qu- Quidditch. Quidditch. <laughs> what? Do you remember the name of the person that broke up Zach and Kelly in Saved by the Bell? Who oh. worked at the Max? Jeff. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff has been my mortal enemy <laughs> my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> And now, why Jeff? Joff has been added to the list. <laughs> Jeff and Joff. Mm, yep. Evil twins. Right no now. good sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's where we. That's how Baylor ends. That is crazy. You yeah. Guys. That that episode is. That's crazy. And like you said, it's not even the season finale. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one more thing. Uh, Jamie's captured. Obviously. <laughs> one more thing. Jamie's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he challenges Rob uh, to oh, a one-on-one duel. Yeah. Oh, Rob. To uh, end the war. Rob has no chance. Right. But this shows you how smart Rob is. Yeah. Oh. So he says no. Oh. Well, He's good, like, you good. would beat me one-on-one, so I'm not taking that bet. Yeah. You know, like, I don't want you to be called the Rob Slayer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> King Slayer, Stark Slayer. Stark Slayer. I like that one. Yeah. Wow. Pretty good. That's so it. the next episode is Fire and Blood, the season finale. That's crazy. What happens? I don't know. I was going to guess <laughs> Ned dies. In, in ten, in, in episode ten, yeah, okay. that was my guess was going to be Ned dies, or uh, that Jon Snow finally leaves the wall to go see if he can save Ned, and he's the one that dies. But Ooh. I, I don't know, I don't know. This shit just got crazy, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you again for listening to the Out of Loop podcast. Uh, feel free to follow us on Twitter, Instagram. What's our Twitter handle? O O T L Pod. And on Instagram, we're out of the loop podcast underscores after every word except podcast. Uh, email us at out of the loop pod at gmail.com. Do we have emails yet? I no, haven't seen any yet. I checked today, and our listeners are being rather quiet. <laughs> Maybe we're just <laughs> so doing far. such a good that job. That makes me sad. If Yeah, leave us a, give us a five star review mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts. Honest review. Is that- <laughs> Uh, five stars. <laughs> five stars and you can say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> uh, we're on Spotify, uh, Anchor. Anchor. Um, Stitcher. I love Anchor. I yes. love Anchor. Anchor yeah. is very cool. Yeah. Shout out to our to our sponsor, Anchor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again. Um, we'll be back next week with the uh, final season finale. Winner's coming. Shit is wild.